0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lemontang from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Today, we are talking about NFTs and collectibles. Dustin, how you doing? I'm real good, Bryn. How's right. yourself? Hey, I'm doing great. How do we jump in on this one today?
1: I just thought it was an interesting topic, and uh, it, it came up. I, I uh, acquired a, a new client a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about their, uh, their baseball card and, and uh, baseball, football, um, a hockey card uh, collection, um, and and with some memorabilia mixed in as well. And I and we got on this talk topic of um, NFTs, which are non fungible uh, tokens. Which uh, not not many people really know what the heck you're talking about when you mention an NFT. But essentially, what what it refers to is a, a digital asset with um, you know, a, a unique identifying code, so some, something similar to a digital signature. So what, what's been going on, it, it's r- really quite stunning and mind boggling from my perspective. You've got these pictures of say, uh, LeBron James or, or Michael Jordan, um, taking a, a shot in basketball or, or the, uh, the um, the game winning one. I forget the fellow's name for the Raptors uh, a couple years ago. Kawhi that, Leonard, that the,
0: the Kawhi Leonard yeah. shot. Yeah, okay. Kawhi
1: Leonard shot. So you're you're picking a point in time, and you're you're taking a digital snapshot, and then you're putting a digital signature on that, which which is essentially this NFT says that that's the only um, copy of that shot at that moment in time that's ever going to exist. So investors are actually paying for these digital um, uh, digital assets in, in the form of hu- huge uh, amounts. You know, in, in terms of uh, an athlete like LeBron, he's selling his uh, his NFTs for uh, millions of dollars. And what what's really fa- uh, you know what, what's really fascinating to me is that you've actually um, had open exchanges creep up to trade these things. A uh, couple of them, just when I was doing my research, uh, OpenSea, Rareball, and Foundation. I'm I'm sure there's a lot more out there that people are trading, but essentially these NFTs are they're coded like uh, from from the software that's used to make cryptocurrency, um, but they're not uh, they're not identical um, or traded as such. So a Bitcoin is just reproduced over and over and over, and it can be traded between parties. Um, and that's where the fungible, non-fungible comes into to play. So, uh, non-fungible, fungible, uh, that's a t- tongue twister. That <laughs> one uh, essentially means that it's not traded. So, uh, whereas you trade a, a Bitcoin with you know a thousand other people, the same coin, these uh, non-fungible tokens or NFTs are are essentially uh, a unique uh, moment in time digitally coded with a signature, uh, which is what's making them valuable in the eyes of, uh, investors. So never would I have thought that, uh, you know, a a picture on the internet, which anyone can look at for free, uh, could be worth, you know, $30 million. It's kind of crazy.
0: Have you always been a collector in any respect, even when you were a kid?
1: Yeah, I, I've I've been into hockey cards and most mostly sports collectibles. So I kind of like the signed uh, memorabilia from some of my favorite players. You know, going back like the Howard Chuck and and Lafleur's. I've got some Gretzky stuff, and um, I just ordered uh, off off Costco of all places uh, a Joe Carter signed uh, uh, Louisville Slugger. So he was kind of my favorite player for the Jays. Uh, growing up. I mean, who can forget the, uh, the Homer in, in 93, right? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, Do you, uh, the other one too that always fascinated me was Brett Hall when he would sign things because he didn't want them to be sold. He would sign somebody's card and then he would bend it because it, it devalued the card. And it's, it's funny how some players are very aware that there's a high value attached to a lot of this stuff and some players don't care at all. Yeah.
1: And I've even heard back in the day that, uh, you know, Gretzky would just uh would just walk past a whole whole group of uh people looking for autographs because it it was very controlled what he would sign and what he wouldn't sign, right? Um his agent had him had him operating in that perspective. So
0: Well, I can tell uh, you I can tell you this for a fact. He has three different signatures. Like he's got three they all look like they're Wayne Gretzky, but you can tell there's a rushed one. You can tell there's one that's a little more controlled, and then you can tell one that is more professional. That's what I've been told. That he had three. Oh, so, I bet
1: I, I bet you he's he's probably signed his name over a million times. Like you just imagine the amount of uh, memorabilia that guy has signed between that jerseys, cards, sticks, gloves, whatever. Right. What's his rookie? He's, his his
0: rookie card still got to be right right up there, right? Financially.
1: I I think it just sold uh, a a ten rated, which is uh, you know by the rating agency, it's it's called a gem mint uh, with a ten rating uh, sold for $3.75 million wow. last week. Yeah. It, it crazy. Hey, eh? just, and insane. Uh, I'm sure that, but the, it, it's one of those things though, where like the top five Gretzky cards are worth, you know, three, $4 million and all the other ones are, are worth, you know, peanuts type comparatively, so, you know, you get one in good condition it's probably still worth a hundred thousand dollars, but a uh, big difference between a hundred thousand and four mil. Right. So, are there are there um, other things
0: that are collectible too? Not just sports memorabilia. Is there other stuff out there that, that people are trying to latch onto and thinking that they there's an investment value in that?
1: Yeah, and actually it's interesting because there's been some uh, some funds, exchange traded funds, and and um, some mutual fund trusts that have sprung up in the last decade to invest in you know a, a, you know a dog's breakfast of stuff, you know, artwork, uh, wine. Um, even, even I've heard some uh, some people are starting to collect uh, old electronic equipment, um, which I, I find hilarious that the old floppy disk might be worth some money one day. Um, I've got an old Commodore VIC-20 still in the box. Oh, so wow. Maybe I'm in, at, in the box? Uh, yeah, I've got it in the box. I might be sitting on a mint. Who knows? <laughs> um, I've never done any research to see if it's... I remember that old VIC-20. You'd type uh, a whole page worth of code and a little bird would fly across the screen or something like that, so... It, uh, but it it's uh, it's an area that I think more and more people are being interested in, especially on the sports side, because there's so many uh, fans out there. So these NFTs have really taken the the market by storm, and and uh, a, as a result, the traditional, uh, you know, card and memorabilia market, uh, gloves, sticks, pictures, anything signed has has gone up in value because of it. So
0: there's some crazy stuff though. That's bad. what's the story on the Twitter founder? Like you know that story?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I read about that the other day. Jack Dorsey, who's the founder of Twitter, he uh, he sold his first ever tweet for I think is uh, close to $3 three million, two point nine million US. Wow! So he sold he sold an NFT of his original tweet, uh, which means the person that owns that uh, I guess would have a copyright on that original tweet and can use it as they they wish. Uh, I, I I find it hard to get my head around these. Uh, these images that you can look at the all day long on the internet for free being worth millions of dollars. But, um, you know what they say about fools and money. So,
0: yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, uh, it doesn't take much. I'm just, I'm fascinated by this kind of stuff because there's always a new spin on it. But I guess the question for a lot of people is, can you make it worth something to yourself? And uh, can you?
1: Oh yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, if you're, if you're buying anything that is in short supply um, and in high demand, whether it's uh, you know a good piece of art, a uh, uh, a 30-year bottle of scotch that has value, um, there, there's people that uh, there's huge markets out there and people that have money and want to collect these things. So it it can be a good uh, addition to your to diversify your portfolio over uh, long periods of time. Um, it's, it's not something that I get into. I mostly deal with, uh, with, uh, you know, securities assets, Yeah. but I, I certainly can appreciate, and, and I do have some, you know, key pieces of memorabilia that are in my collection. I, I didn't really buy them for, uh, for appreciation. I mostly just, uh, enjoy looking at them on the wall or, or picking up my Joe
0: Carter bat or, or whatever. See, right? I, I, I'm totally with you. Cause if I look way over here on my wall. I can see a way there's a ticket. I have a picture of Wayne Gretzky and a ticket. It's a ticket stub that's been ripped. And it was the night that Wayne Gretzky scored 50 goals in 30. That's his 39th game. I was at that. I could never sell that. I just couldn't. Yeah. So, But I, hey, some people do. I'm just not one of those guys, but I'm fascinated by it.
1: Well, you know, the uh, one, one regret I have is I was at a Dale Howard Chuck uh, charity classic with a friend of mine. He uh, was nice enough to bring me. Scotiabank was sponsoring it back in 2010. Um, and I, I put in a bid on a pair of uh, Dale Howarchuk signed gloves. They weren't game use. They were just a pair of gloves. And I got the bid. And when I got back to Edmonton from Winnipeg, uh, the guy left me a voicemail. And I accidentally... Um, erased the uh the voicemail with his name on it and oh. I never did get those gloves. So which is I, I really kick myself now, of course, because Dale's no longer with us. But yeah. um that's uh I would really like to have those gloves in my collection. Coulda
0: woulda shoulda. Hey listen this has been yep. a fun one today. Uh thank you. Uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they reach you?
1: Uh give me a call on my cell phone seven eight oh nine oh five seven seven two nine.
0: So if you or, have a uh, signed uh, pair of gloves by Dale Howard. Chuck, make sure they give you a call, right?
1: Yeah, I would love that. I'd, uh, I'd pay good money for those today. Uh, yeah. Or email me D at
0: research Dustin, thanks for this. This has been fun. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Thanks, Bren All right. Thanks for listening to making sense. Have yourself a great day.